It is Wednesday night, November 16th, 2022. The go-home edition of AEW Dynamite for Full Gear 2022 coming up this Saturday, November 19th from Newark, New Jersey, the Prudential Center. Going to be a fun one. Interesting Dynamite tonight. Here to review it all. Not only myself, Tanner Lee, but also my co-host, Paul Zartman and Austin Shepard, who will be challenging me this Saturday for the KOP Predictions title. Fellas, how's it going? Uh, cold. I can tell by your hat, Paul. Yeah, yeah, that, that's why the hat's on. I, I'm cold, so I thought I'd make it known for anybody who watches the video that uh, Paul is cold tonight. A little, little cold in the Midwest, in the state of Indiana. It's, it's... Hey, I get to watch Full Gear from Arizona. That must be pretty nice. Play some golf. Yeah. Talk some hockey. I have no idea <laughs> about hockey. I I actually it's a funny story. One of the guys that's playing with us, and I have never met this guy. I know two of the other guys in our group, never met this guy, obviously through the car business. And he talked about how he's going to Winnipeg um to watch to let his daughter watch her boyfriend play in the minor league in Winnipeg. So I Googled it. It's the WHL. And I'm like, man, you're gonna go see these guys. He's like, yeah. I'm like, man, that goalie, I I Stankowski, I think it was the guy and he's like 72 this year. I'm like, man, he's a ton of potential. And he's like, wow, you really follow them? I'm like, oh dude, I watch them all the time. I have no idea what the hell I'm talking about. You're going to back yourself in a corner. Like, I don't know if you ever watched King of Queens, but Doug Heffernan was, la- was lying to his <laughs> wife's boss about uh, climbing Everest and then <laughs> got himself in the back into the corner he couldn't get out of. That's going to yeah. be you. I, I have a feeling I'm going to show up tomorrow night. We all meet at the house, and they're going to, like, start talking to hockey, and I'm just going to be like, yeah, I was, I, was, uh, I was about six cocktails deep that night and started Googling what <laughs> – Minor league hockey team are in Winnipeg. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Yeah. Love, Love it. But Paul will be acting as the moderator tonight for the predictions. But you you can play along too, Paul. You can you can you can do your picks too. All right. All right. So so even though I'm not in the match, if you know I get the most confidence points, does that mean I get my belt back? No, you get the number one contender. Yep, oh, exactly. Okay. <laughs> All right, all right. I have a chip somewhere that says I'm number one contender, but I'll, I'll wait. It's okay. <laughs> why, why don't you kick us off for Dynamite tonight? All right, so let's get right into it. Uh, we start off with a tag match. Uh, Brian Danielson and Claudio Castanoli versus uh, Sammy Guevara and Chris Jericho. I, I kind of figured that Claudio and Brian were going to pick up the victory on this one, and that's pretty much how the match went. Uh, a lot of back-and-forth action couple of false finishes but we end up seeing uh the blackpool combat club come up victorious for the first match of the night yeah i enjoyed this match um i enjoyed the exchange between Guevara and danielson i mean they've had a nice little rivalry going some nice stiff shots there i like the swing by claudio always liked the swing but it was cool that how they incorporated the bat floyd i should say floyd the bat um yeah, I, I didn't I didn't foresee uh, Jericho tapping out though. I thought that was interesting. You got to have your Ring of Honor champion tap out, but. make him look like the underdog going into the pay per view. It's true. Good good way to start the show. But going into full gear, this this match has wild card written all over it. There's cluster. three jokers you could play here. 
it's a cluster, and this is the match I've been seeing. This and then the uh, tag match between Sting, Darby, Lethal, and, and Jeff Jarrett. Those are the two matches I've seen getting kind of ripped on Twitter as like, you kind of just threw these together. Everything else kind of has a story. But. It is. Sammy and, and Danielson, okay, I get. You want to continue that. We got Claudio just kind of been floating since he lost the belt. Mm-hmm. So I guess this is kind of his rematch. Mm-hmm. Um, but but to throw him in with Danielson and Sammy, I, I think you could have carried Danielson and Sammy as their own feud for a little bit longer. Um, but thrown into this, I, I don't know. I think you get some uh, – I'll get to my picks later, but I think you're going to get some type of crisscross, Sammy turning on Jericho, Jericho throwing Sammy out. I, I don't think you get the Blackpool guys uh, turning on each other or screwing each other because they're – they're they're labeled as you know real fighters or whatever. But, but interesting but, tidbit on that for you, Chef. Did you notice tonight that they came out of separate tunnels? They came out of separate tunnels, and you notice they only in, they only announced Regal with Brian. They did not announce Regal with Claudio. Nope. Yeah, I got that. I, you're right. I, I don't know. It's a cluster. You're right. <laughs> I think it'll be a good match, but it feels like just filler to me before final battle. And they weren't really sure what direction to go to it with it. So they're like, yeah, we'll just throw all four guys in and put them on the card and see what happens. But, but, and I didn't look because I got busy. Final battle is, isn't Jericho overseas with Fozzie? Well, final battle is December 10th. Um, let me see. I mean, Fozzie tour. Yeah, you get to look it up tonight. I'm not. Yeah, I'll, I'll look it up. Uh, let's see here. FozzyRock.com. No, I'm sorry. He he goes back over for December 2nd, 3rd, and 4th and comes right. more. Yep. And then they... Uh, he goes to Rock and Wrestling. So yep. yep. I just know he's been spending a lot of time over there. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I'll... I'll <laughs> I'll give the rest of my thoughts when we predict the match. I just about gave my pick right there. So, Yeah, don't do that yet. Uh, up next, we see a video package shown uh, of a body bag being crowd surfed and then picked up by Sting and placed in a car. Turns out, as usual, it's Darby in a body bag. Who else would be in a body bag at this point? Uh, Sting says at full gear, it's showtime. Jeff Jarrett and his crew are shown backstage as he says it will be the last time for Sting. Yeah, another uh, Darby made video vignette. It's fine. Um, yeah, they're good videos. Yeah, but, it's hey, going you know. to be an interesting match. I mean, we've seen Sting and Jeff Jarrett go at it at WCW and TNA, and now we get to see them in AEW. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, then the acclaimed arrives, and they deliver their normal classic rap on the way to the ring. And then we see their new debut music video well video they just said video and it starts off with the return of captain insano it was kind of funny because i was just watching the Waterboy last night it was on tv and i was watching a little bit of it and so when that came out i'm like oh this is great um yeah yeah captain insano's lost his hair a little bit in 20 years but and, and, and he's got a beard <laughs> growing a beard lost a little muscle but uh, no 
funny music video. Um, the claim mm-hmm. can do no wrong in the in the eyes of the fans right now. So, so, yeah. so do you do you uh, bring back Captain Insano for one or two matches in a, in a trios tag or whatever because it, he made a comment about the the ass boys attacking him or or, or whatnot. Yeah, we can never you, got that payoff from last year with QT and no, and and, and he talks about. You know, they talk about he's got one or, or one or two more matches left in him, and if he's going to come back as captain and say no, we've we've heard about it for a couple months. I could I can see that. I, I hope we don't get it on a on a pay per view. I hope we, I hope it's a dynamite, or I'd rather hope it's on a rampage. To be honest with you, that'd be a that'd be a good main event on a rampage. Well, didn't they they get it uh, a trademark or copyright or whatever for it? So might as well use it as much as you can. I mean. I know there's been rumblings of him being an unlockable character on the video game, the Fight Forever video game, which would be fun. But yeah, if you can get a match too with him as that gimmick, why not? Yeah. 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 I'm all for it. I am all for it. Uh, then we get uh, Swerve Strickland versus Anthony Bowens. Um, Swerve ends up victorious. Kind of saw that coming. Uh, nothing against Bowens. Bowens is fantastic in the ring but you kind of knew Swerve was picking up this victory. I'm more uh, concerned if Bowens, if, if that was a working shoulder injury that they're going to play in the storyline, oh, or if he really yeah. aggravated it. I couldn't tell. Yeah. He, uh, he worked the shoulder hard. He really mm-hmm. did. That, that, one, uh, that one shot was pretty painful for a guy who's torn his rotator cuff before. Swerve's <laughs> so good, though. Um, he's good in the ring. He's got charisma. I definitely see uh, him as a future champ, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, up next, we get a video package hyping up the TBS championship for Folk Gear. We'll we'll get into that when we do predictions. Uh, then we see Tony Schiavone inside the ring as he welcomes out the ROH Television Champion Samoa Joe. Asks him why he attacked Wardlow last week as the fans chant for the TNT Champion. Joe says it's an honor to share the ring with Shivani, and he asks if it's shocking for a man to refuse to be a victim that you take action after hearing that someone wants something from you. He asks if it's shocking that the most dangerous man in the room was him, and for that mistake, he paid the ultimate price. Joe refuses to wait around and be a victim like people in this building, the people who wait for the storm to hit, for someone to save them. He saved himself, and if anyone has a problem, they can take it up with him, which leads to powerhouse Hobbs arriving on the scene. Hobbs says he's been kicking Wardlow's butt all over the place for weeks now, and he's already beat Joe to the punch. Um, Then Wardlow shows up and attacks both of them. Yep, leading to a triple threat for the TNT title. Not the ROH TV title, but the TNT title. Um I'm fine with this. I mean, you got two heels, one baby face, but you got three powerful dudes going at it Saturday. Should be a fun match. Makes sense with how the storyline's going. Um, mm-hmm. I, I I did think I thought I thought we were going to see Joe get physical with Shivani for a little bit. Yeah, that's kind of where it looked like it was going at one point. It, he's so brittle, though. I mean, I know Dockers look like they're 42 years old. They're fraying at the bottom. Poor Shivani. Like, I know he, he's got to make a little bit more, you know, get, get him some outfits. They, they put a purple and yellow tie on his ass tonight. 
Uh, and then I'm sure he picked that one. He hasn't kept up on his mullet. Like he's now he's letting the mullet get overgrown. Lois needs to get on his case. His wife, like, Lois. I mean, dude, maybe maybe Lois kicked him out. Maybe it could be him and Bug living on the streets now. <laughs> um. I, I I don't know if this is, this feud's going to roll into an ROH feud, which I really think it is. Mm-hmm. Um, going into final battle, you know, here in a couple weeks, but I almost almost would rather see a uh, both belts on the line here. Whether whether or not you're going to include Hobbs or not, I almost kind of rather see both of those there, but. Yeah, I guess the only risk you run there is then you got people complaining, okay, how many ROH titles do you got to have on an AEW show? There's right? a ton. You know. So Everybody gets a title. Yeah, exactly. So you already got the heavyweight championship on the pay-per-view. So. Yeah. But I think yeah. it'll be a good match. I think it's going to be fun. Three guys so, okay. Go. I know we needed people to break up these three. Put the Dark Order standing aside. Yeah, that was stupid. For Wardlow, are we going to try to get another big man in Dark Order? Was that the the kind of thought there for a second? I think it was just more of a comedic bit. Yeah, that that right now the Dark Order's comedy. They're after okay. kind of. Yep. Please, yep. please, please do not put Warlord with the Dark Order. Oh my God, it would no. be awful. I mean, they already cooled him off enough, so. Yeah, I mean, please. I mean, <laughs> please. Yeah, please. I beg you. DK, if you've ever listened to anything that us three have said on KOP, do not put Wardlow with the Dark Order. They already got muscle. They got Preston Ten Vance in the group. They don't need more mm-hmm. muscle. I don't like that Evil Uno. He can do everything. Yeah. Except, Except throw papers. Matches. All right. I wasn't going to go there. I was just going to say he can't throw rolled papers, but you went there. Uh,. <laughs> Up next, Britt Baker is then shown backstage as she points out that in three years, she went from a nervous, happy-to-be-here girl to the face of the company. She became a leader, and she knows that that role means she takes the blame when everyone else takes the credit. She wasn't handed anything. Soraya wasn't, which was an opportunity. She ran with it until she became undeniable. She didn't wrestle in MSG, but she did in Daly's place for over a year when the fans couldn't come, an era that Soraya will never know. Pretty great uh, room. Yeah. I thought it was yeah, awesome babyface promo out of Brit. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I yeah. thought it had babyface babyface vibes to it. You know, you, you you get a you get a good heel like MJF and, and, and Brit when they when they start talking real. When you when when they make you feel that this this ain't scripted, you're like, shoot, you're right. I I can feel with them. I can relate with them, and she's right with the whole you know COVID and Daly's place, mm-hmm. and, and and her and and Thunder just tearing down the place in that match that that hardcore match they had or death match whatever the hell you want to call it but whatever everything. I mean, I mean she's right, and and Soraya, you know. She was healing up. She was she was fighting addiction, which they they brought that up. I love they bring the realism. Mm-hmm. That's one thing that AEW does. They bring the realism. That's that's a little bit of piece of Paul Heyman they steal. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, bring that in. So yeah, like man, 
I, I, I really enjoyed this. I, and then we're going to talk about it here in a minute. I thought Soraya looked a little bad on the mic tonight. Yeah, I thought Britt got the other hand. She didn't get personal like Britt did. You know, she had 45 seconds or whatever she had. And she didn't get personal. She didn't get real. And I thought Britt did. And, man, it was was one of her better promos we've seen in the last 30 days. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Britt's done well on the mic during this few building it up. So it's going to be an interesting match on Saturday. Tough one to predict. For sure, for sure. Uh, up next, we've got the World Trios Championship match as Death Triangle defends against AR Fox and the newly reunited Top Flight. Yeah, great to see Dante back. He uh, recovered in about seven months from a scary car accident. Um, Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful reported a lot of people didn't think he was going to be back until 2023. So nice to see him back. Yeah, yeah. And uh, no ring rust. No, and, and, and Ari Fox is awesome, too. Yeah. Um, as we all assumed as at the go-home show, Death Triangle retains the titles um, after a, just a fantastic six-man tag match. I mean, that's, that that's all I have to say about that, that, that is it was just fantastic. Um, a lot of flippity-flops. So Braun Strowman wouldn't like it. But um, I enjoyed it. Yeah, good stuff, and uh, I'm interested to see if R.A. Fox becomes signed or not. I know he's wrestled some dark matches and some elevation matches. Um, I, I mean, I know the roster's loaded, but he's pretty talented. I wouldn't want to let him walk away. He, he's yeah. one of those guys that um, has been around for a long, long time. I mean, I think his claim to fame is he is Austin Theory's trainer. Um I think that is his uh, – I know him and uh, MVP were tight as well, um, but he has trained a lot of guys, and he has worked his way on the independent. When I say independent, like, you know, he was in combat zone. He was in uh, – he, he did some stint in impact, Dragon Gate. Um, uh, what was that crazy Conan show that – was out there for a while. Well, uh, was it Lucha Underground or was that Lucha Conan? Underground? Yeah, yeah. yeah he was that, in. That, that was actually really good stuff. He was the first two seasons were, and then it. Yeah, I know. Um, you know, wasn't on a major no, cable but, whatever, but he yeah. was on Lucha Underground for a while. So I mean, the guy's been around. Uh, and I think in, I think even Taz made a comment tonight. He's like, he's had over seven hundred matches. You know, he's worked. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, he's worked a couple of GCW shows that I've watched. So. Uh, you know, good to see him getting a little bit of a uh, little bit of screen time. Mm-hmm. Um, he knows his stuff, and and he knows he knows he knows the business. He knows how to work. And yep. He did his job tonight, which made it even better. Yeah, perfect pairing with Top Flight, and I just hope Top Flight can stay healthy. I mean, I I like them as a tag team a lot, and they're just so freaking athletic. I really enjoy watching them work. Yeah. Um, after the match. Pac asks if the people think they're stupid, which he got back on the mic too quick. I'm not sure. I think that was a mixed reaction of yes and no's from the crowd. Did this crowd suck tonight? I'm, I'm coming out yeah. saying it now. This Connecticut, Connecticut crowd was awful, and I know Matt Hardy on Extreme Life of Matt Hardy podcast, he's been on record saying that any show in Connecticut, for whatever reason, those crowds are always hard to uh, get into a show, and I thought the crowd was awful tonight for an AW mm-hmm. Dynamite crowd. 
I, I mean, even even a claims pop was yeah. MGF couldn't get them going tonight, so it, yeah, I thought they were just really bad. Um, but Pac says they have seen the videos and heard the rumors. He says if certain individuals think they can make their triumphant return this Saturday and best the death triangle, that is ridiculous. He says if they want some, they can bring the heat because they run from nobody. And then the clock is shown, and then it's revealed that the Elite will be facing Death Triangle this Saturday for the trio's title. I guess I'm glad that we know going into Saturday that they're going to be there. You know, I think it's going to help maybe with some pay-per-view buys, but it was still kind of lackluster how they did it. Um, I was I was wanting them to show up tonight. I, I was too. Yeah, and 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 the crowd sucked. Yeah, well, so I don't know what kind of pop they would have got, but I, I maybe not get them physical, but have their music play. Have them appear on the stage or have their music play, have them appear in a skybox or something. I don't know. Yep. Make them make it make their presence known. Yep. But see, I wonder if maybe they were going to, because this video package seemed very quickly put together. So I wonder if like they saw that the crowd really wasn't into it. So instead of making them or having them return tonight, they're like, here, we'll just put together a quick video revealing that you guys will take them on. I still think they would have went through with that if it was planned because yeah. even if the crowd sucked, it's got to get you the uh, attention on social media. So, um, and the Bucks were backstage, according to SRS. I'm not sure about Kenny, but the Bucks were. So, um, I guess we'll have to wait to see him Saturday. But I know there's some people on the internet complaining, you know, why are they getting the title shot right away? Well, story wise, they, they got the title stripped off them without even appearing on TV with them. So I get that. But like Shep and I and you, Paul, have all discussed on the podcast the previous month or so, do you let them win and and reward them for their behavior? I don't know. We'll see. Because we're seeing some cracks in the uh, Death Triangle team as of Mm -hmm. late. We we are, and I always think that you got to make a decision. I mean, I, I... you gotta make a decision. Do you do you put the Lucha Bros as a solid tag team and, and work them as a tag team? Um, Enda can work into on his own. He can work as a single mm-hmm. if he can talk. He's got to get a little better on the mic. And, and I'm not being rude. No, I think he's working on it. I mean, he he, he is tonight. He, you could tell he's he's struggling, but he's he's trying. He is, you know, and he's a past uh, he's a past Impact champion. Yep. You know, he 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 was a shocker. I remember when he won the impact, like everybody was shocked. Um, the guy can work, he's got the size, he's a big loop. He's door. a big dude. He is. Um, so you gotta make a decision what you want to do with these two guys. Yeah. Um Pack, on the other hand, man, he's got the look. He just looks like a badass. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, putting back in the Atlantic title with with uh pockets um put him in the tnt scene i mean he can he can handle his own as an independent so eh, it's as much as i don't think you reward the elite with their actions in the back whether it's 100 percent their fault or not and maybe it's time not giving up my pick right right and, and speaking of pockets i'm glad you brought him up 
as of right now, we're recording this on Wednesday. We do our predictions. It, so it could change before Saturday. We don't have the all-length title on the card. It's kind no. of interesting. And you don't have FTR on the card. No. Already have the nope. TW title, but who? Yeah. that's on Rampage. But. Which makes me almost not want to buy the pay-per-view. Oh, I, I don't, I don't understand. How they've booked FTR is just baffling to me, really. I don't, I don't understand that. I think they'll show up after the tag match just to make their presence known one way or oh, the other. I, I think they'll be there, but... But it's not the same when you don't... Right, they'll action. be there, but they're not going to be there. How can you have 11 matches and... I don't know. Don't get me started. Two pay-per-views in a row? If not three. Mm-hmm. I don't remember double or nothing if they're on that card, but... Hey, guess what? I mean, not that I'm not going to buy this pay-per-view, but... I mean, if I had a choice, I would buy Wrestle Kingdom because they're announced on Wrestle Kingdom in January over this one. And, you know, they'll be on Final Battle because they're ROH tag champs, so. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, that, yeah. That's a, that's a, that could be a whole other hour-long podcast. Oh, it could, and I think, I think 99% of the AW fan base is in agreement with you. Why the hell are they not on – not only dynamite more often, why are they not on these pay per views? That might be sense. one thing old Jim Cornette agrees with the AEW fan base is the how a yep. or how FTR is booked. Yep. I mean, he no hates FTR on double or percent of AEW, um, but he might agree this is some BS that the way they're booked. But. Paul, were they on Revolution? Can you check that for me real quick? Uh, that is where I'm going because that's so far that's over. I mean, that's yeah, including this one, the over the last three. They were in a trios match in Revolution, weren't they? I know. I they were on the um Forbidden Door one, if I if I remember correctly. Yeah, they were on Forbidden Door, but I don't remember. I just don't. Rec- I can't remember. Clear back to February, March, whatever it was. I'm interested to hear. No. Jeez. I do not see them on the card. <laughs> That's crazy. So it's damn near been a year. Yeah. Besides Forbidden Door, which that was for the uh, IWGP tag titles, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, just so we're, we're on the same page here, they were on full gear last year. And that was the last pay-per-view they were on. <laughs> uh, apart from Forbidden Door. Yeah. Well, It'll be interesting when their contracts come up. It's still better than stupid. Oh, it is. But. Pumpkin pie matches they were having. <laughs> getting, over, their back, getting their back shaved. Yeah. Over with, that crap. Uh, over, over with uh, uh, crazy events. Now. I don't know. They were they were Triple H guys in yeah. in uh, NXT, but still, yep. uh, they love the freedom they have right now. I yep. mean, look at look at let's let's be honest. You know, with New Japan, with ROH, they love having multiple, multiple, multiple titles. So true. Yeah, true. I don't care how much they like Triple H. True. Hey, they were on the last pay per view. They were at All Out. They're in a trio. Not in, not in a tag match. It was a trios match. They were with Wardlow. 
Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> See, I forgot yeah. about it. I forgot about because the TNT champion wasn't even defending his title on that show. So, no, nobody was. Yeah, <laughs> nobody was. <laughs> All right. All right. Back to tonight's show. All right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Let me get back there. Uh, up next, Ethan Page takes on Bandito in the AEW World Title Eliminator semifinal match. Um, we've been talking about this all week. We knew Paige was going to come out victorious in this one and make it to the finals, and that's exactly what we saw. Still a good match. I'm mean, It was. Go, and I like Ethan Page. I'm a fan of his work. I think the Eagles' edge is one of the cooler finishers in AEW. Um, I'm more irritated by the rest of the this Eliminator tournament. I still don't understand how it's going to work when you're having – uh, Starks and Archer on Friday in the first round. So when's Starks going to face Cage? <laughs> is it going to be? Is he going to wrestle twice on on Saturday? I mean, that's what it's set up to be. I don't. I don't understand. I really don't understand. Unless he legitimately was hurt for a week, I don't understand pushing the match back. I mean, I Archer's know. not going to win this thing. Archer's got a tag team match over in Japan coming up, like in. Eight days, so he's not going to win this yeah. thing. Yeah, so I mean, just just think, whoever is up against Ethan Saturday, they're going to wrestle possibly two right. matches Friday, and then a match Saturday, or we're going to see the Archer Starks match Friday. Uh, I'm going to just go ahead and call it mm-hmm. Starks Cage Saturday pre-show, and then Starks. Page. Good call. Good call. Pre-show. I forgot about that. Yeah. That, that. But either way, Starks is going to have two matches in one night, one way or the other. I and I'm, I'm and I'm not going to spoil my pick, but I think we're all in agreement. It's going to be Starks against Page in the finals of this thing. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. How he gets there, it's yet to be determined. But right. that that's where we're going. Right. All right. Um. Backstage, we go to the the 45-second Soraya interview. Uh, She says she feels fantastic, and she was told she was getting back into the ring, which she was told would originally not happen. She's sick of the back and forth. She chose to be here because she wants to beat the best, and that is Britt Baker. She will see her at full gear. I, I have a lot of thoughts on this. It's a short promo and I have more thoughts than the entire promo was long. For one, just last week, she was not calling her the best. She said she was terrible. She was handed the position. And then to have her come out this week and say, well, Britt, you're the best. That's why I'm here. That that doesn't sit well with me. It's a good point. Yeah, you, you looked into it deeper yeah. than I did. I, I had no problem with it in lifetime. I thought, okay, she's done talking. She wants to fight. Let's go. Yeah, well, yeah, that I felt that too. But it's like, but last week you said she was terrible and she was yeah. only where she was because of Tony Khan. Right. Maybe she got talking to her backstage about that. Maybe. I mean, she is. It's it's a typical promo where you get the match over, you get yourself over, and you get her your opponent over. So, to me, she was playing by the book and did. Did the right thing. Oh yeah, I'm not saying it was a and, and terrible I, promo. But. And I remember, I remember what you're saying last week. You know, she she insinuated that 
she was given right. uh, the position not earned. Um, but again, it's professional wrestling. We we forget what happened last week. Yep. Yep. And and and, and last week, yeah. all last week, all we remember was the emotional um, announcement that Soraya is one hundred percent cleared. Okay, that's what we remember from last week. They want us to forget about what Paul remembered <laughs> and brought up this week. Yeah. Again, my bad, my bad. No, no, no. No, that's no. that's you're being a attentive fan. That's good. Yeah, but but out of Paul, you're in the you're in the five six percentile that remembered that over the other ninety five percent fan that like loved last week and then loved this week. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Again, I, again, I enjoyed it. It just, it just still doesn't sit well with me. I don't know. It contradicted itself. Yeah. No consistency yeah. there. Yep. Yeah. Tony should know better than that. Yeah, I'll do, I, TK is is diehard as you were before this. Yep. Yep. Shame on you. Yep. Paul called right. you out. <laughs> Up next, we've got Tony Storm taking on Anna J for the interim AEW World's Women Championship Eliminator match. This was supposed to be the bunny, but she is ill. So yeah. that's all that's all TK said. So and of course, whoever if Anna won this, she was the first uh, opponent that whoever wins Saturday will take on. Right. When are we gonna stop calling it the interim and just start calling her the champion? Thunder does not like as of what last Tuesday or Wednesday on on busted open. Right. Maybe with busted open, she's still not given a timeline. She's given appearances, and that's it. I got a I got a thought on that, but I'm saving it for my predictions. Okay, uh, of course, without a shadow of a doubt, Tony won this match. After the match, Jamie Hader makes her way to the ring, and the two have a stare down. It was interesting that Britt was with her when she came into the ring. Yep. So that was yeah, back to the match. I thought it was a one of the better women's matches we would see on Dynamite. Yeah, I thought both girls looked really good. I think Tony Storm's a hell of a. Performer. She's really good. She's, She's a really good. Great athlete. I um, I think her and Hater, it's got potential to be top three women's match in AEW history. I mm-hmm. think it's got potential yeah. to be really really good. That's that's a bold prediction. I I know, yeah. but I I think. I, I was entertained as much as we don't get a bunch of Anna J anymore on Dynamite. But this this match went what seven, eight minutes probably. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a damn good match. I really did. Paul, you raised a question. Do we consider this the main event? Technically you do. Yeah. I mean if this is the case, those two just main evented dynamite. Yeah. That's true. And and I thought Anna Jay was awesome. I really did. I thought she maybe maybe I I had my hopes a little different, but she surprised me. I, I thought it was a great match. Anna J A S. I forgot that part earlier. Hey, well, so did commentary. Commentary when when they were announcing the match didn't say J A S or J A. No, they did not. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Commentary sucks. <laughs> They were a little off tonight. 
Everybody was off. I mean, what was the strike that from your commentary comment earlier tonight too? They they were they were on something else. Yeah. I know they made a comment about Dante Martin being twenty three and rusty or something and shouldn't be rusty in any category when you're twenty three or something. Tad's is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> it's like yeah. oh my yeah. God. Yeah, there were, the rails here. There there was a couple different times tonight. Just give me give me Rick Bonnie on there. He was good the He's first good. part. Mm-hmm. He's good. Yep. He was good. Well, I'm a little off uh next part the uh, the main event segment yes the main event segment to close out the show uh john moxley and mjf will talk about full gear moxley comes out cuts a hell of a promo mm-hmm. i mean I'm not... a couple times yeah He's well, th- that makes it more real if if you go out there and you do it perfectly and don't act like you you know you're trying to think where you're going next it looks scripted yes and no i know where you're going with this paul but yeah, in a little more he, he screwed up sunday when it was yeah that was bad. The very end. i mean he made he made it comedic in the long run i mean he kind of saved it but he was a little off tonight he just he i don't know something just a little off You'd be off too if you had to work with freaking Stokely Hathaway in the firm. <laughs> uh, at the end of his promo, Moxley says MJF isn't challenging him. He is challenging MJF to show him something, show him why everyone thinks he will be the future. And at that point, the firm hit the ring and they attack Moxley while holding back. While holding back Regal, I was getting there. <laughs> Until MJF appears. He drops the guns, Lee Moriarty, but then he hits Morrissey with a low blow before avoiding a kick from Paige, who hits the big man, and he then shoves him out as well, gets a low blow in on uh, Paige. This is another one of those. Now, I know Paige was on earlier in the show tonight, but he looked like fresh, fresh out there. I guess that a shower will do that to you. But anyway, uh, he tells the firm to get out before he shoves boots up their asses. MJF says he doesn't say he didn't save him because he liked him. It's because he doesn't want any excuses when he knocks him out. And I'm going to stop there reading the notes because this gave me a lot of um, CM Punk pipe bomb vibes. John, while you're laying there, what I can only hope is in, in massive pain. I don't need distractions. The belt means everything. It really, he took me back to Punk dropping or making Cena fall through the table and then cutting a promo on him. That's what that felt like. And instead of a shout out to Colt Cabana, we got the shout out to Regal. I did. I did put two and two with the John line. I I, I didn't mm-hmm. catch the, the callback there, but um, I didn't make the uh, Cabana Regal comparison. Well, it was it was subtle, but it, yeah, you, you got to watch the two back to back. I'm pretty sure the firm is booked by Vince Russo. <laughs> That's how bad they are. Like, 
I get Mox is a face, MJF's a heel. We get that. But the way you had MGF come down and knock out the ass boys right off the bat and do this, you made him look like the face. Mm-hmm. Or made him look like a face. Let me rephrase, rephrase that. So let me just have a Mox versus MGF feud. I don't need these jackalopes, this circus, this waste of time, this absolute garbage guys interfering with the two hottest guys in the company. Get him out. And and Morrissey, I think, has a ton of potential, but the way he's been booked, he looks like a goof. A good dumb face. Yeah. Like, get him out of there. Yeah, the way the, oh way, the way MJF took these guys out of me, he took the guns out with a punch each, took Morrissey out with the clothesline, took at least Morrissey was low blow and then a kick by Page. But Page, he literally, who just had a really good match earlier in the night to win, he kicks him in the nuts and then gives him an eye poke. I love the eye poke. I do love the eye poke. <laughs> that was really good. That, that eye poke is great. That, that, that play. That play. Captain and say no shows no mercy. But, but again, get these. these this is, they I, awful. I'm afraid. I, I'm you're afraid they're going to get gonna involved, involved. They're going to get involved in the main event yeah. Saturday, which I don't want. I don't either. I got. I'll wait for my prediction. But yeah. <laughs> no. You know, rewind three weeks ago. Dipshit. Stokely and and Morrissey gets involved with Moxley mm-hmm. at the GCW show to put Gage over. Okay, guess what? That played. Okay, but guess what? That's not dynamite on national television. No. Okay, I get it. That worked there. Now you're on national television. We're we're big boys now, and this is just awful. So bad. So big. It's just so bad. What What do you think, Paul? Since you've been on record saying the the firm's growing on you so okay i said i like what they were doing i didn't say they were okay i might have said they were growing on me. pretty much same um thing. well it's, it's because i like page and I do too but i like morrissey those two just need to be off on their own and they'd be fine um and or even just eliminate stokely and we're good okay I, i'm with you Eliminate Stokely. I think the Ass Boys are going to be a great Hill tag team down the road. They're young. Yep. Everybody dislikes them. They can work. They get under your skin. Perfect. They're going to be a great Hill tag team down the road. Like, you can work on these guys. You, you can work with them. I mean, rephrase that. Yeah, work with them. They're, uh, Paige? Yeah, I like Paige. Morrissey? They're making him look like a freaking goof. Like, like, put him in the Captain Insano for crying out loud. Um, That's what we're going to see. We're going to see Captain Insano versus Morrissey. Yeah. Uh, Before we get to the ass boys. Which which is, which is a worthless, worthless, worthless match. It'll, it'll, it'll draw some views because it's Captain Insano. That'll put the butts in seats. Yeah. Yeah. But whatever. But, Ethan Page, I don't mind Ethan Page. I mean, the guy did have a green screen match against himself, but Roddy Man. <laughs> I'm saying every week. Maybe, maybe it's just Stokely. Get him out of there. Put 
Send him to freaking, I don't know. Send him okay. back with Jade again. Send him, send, I don't, let, let him go be some other <laughs> douchebag somewhere else. I, I don't know. This does not work. The firm does not work for me. So, right. so, so to involve, sorry, Paul, not to interrupt you. So to involve them in your, your I know. feud. I know. The two guys that right now throw out Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is Roman Reigns. Maybe one of the two of the top five guys in professional wrestling across any company right now that can talk, that can work, that are hotter than hell. And you're going to put these jackalopes in the middle of their feud. I'm just hoping they don't get involved Saturday, but right. I'm, afraid, I'm afraid they're going to. I'm calm down now. We still got to make. You know? yeah. No, he, he, hey, let it out. That's what this podcast is for. Oh, I know. I know. Um, all right, guys. So before we get into our predictions, let's talk about wrestler of the night. Ooh. Who's going first? Go for it, Tanner. All right. I'm going last. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm taking Tony Storm. Oh, damn it. <laughs> uh, she impressed me more and more every week. I, I'm really excited for this match with her and Hater, and, and I'm excited. We're going to get three pretty good women's matches on the card. So. Yeah. For the lack that we get on weekly television every week, we're going to get some good ones on there. So. Yeah. Kenny's back. Don't worry. That's true. All right. You're, you're up, Paul. No, <laughs> I said I'm going last. <laughs> um, oh man. All right, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna piggyback off of Tanner. I'm gonna go Anna J because I've never seen Anna J perform that well. Yeah, in a while. Yeah, that's a good yeah. choice. That's a good choice. I thought she was. Tony was my pick, obviously, but I mean, it, it takes two to tango, and Anna J. Really showed up tonight where we don't normally see her. So, yeah, Anna Jay's my pick. All right. Um, I'm going early on in the night. I'm going with Claudio. Getting the swing with the bat still involved. That was great. I enjoyed it. I, I got to go with Claudio for tonight. I mean, Jericho held the bat, but. Well, yeah, yeah. I but, did like uh, how Aubrey Edwards is really trying to get out of the way. She's afraid she get hit by that bat when there was a little bit of me that when Claudio let her go, let him go, that the bat would have went into her, and then we would have had like a false finish type deal or a mess finish where ref came down. Kind of thought that, like I could see that working. That would, yeah. right because you know Jericho loves her. Yep, and. You know, anytime I think the last forty-seven Jericho matches, she's been Aubrey's been the official. So, and you guys know the best thing about the elite coming back Saturday, right? More Rick, Rick Knox, Knox, baby. <laughs> That's a total a, joke. That hey, guy's a goof. Hey, can we put a spray tan on that dude? <laughs> <Something>. <laughs> like, get let's get him. Like, you know those guys. Oh, you know yeah. who. You guys in the back use spray tans. Yeah. Well, yeah, the Bucks have been on BTE using it. Let's get some Rick Knox spray tan. They tried once. Rick ran from it. And, oh, and, and you know what's going to suck on BTE on Monday? We're going to get an hour BTE in five, 55 minutes. Oh, it's going to be God. Ryan Nemeth uh, showing what he's been working on for the last two months. 
You're probably right. Obviously, we're gonna we we will get a BTO. Yes, they they have to, don't they? I mean, oh, they have to. They have to. Hopefully, they leave Ryan Nemeth out. God, he's the worst. It's, it's the worst segment. Uh, I don't know. It's one of the worst segments of BTE history. I don't know if it's the worst. That whole Luchasaurus finding his tail thing was. <laughs> I tried to forget about that. That was freaking <laughs> awful. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right, guys. Show ranking, show rating. The, it's the go home show before full gear. Give us your rankings. Shep, you go first. 6.9. You're going to say it's a little low. You, you always have a good explanation. It would have been in the sevens if it wasn't for the firm. <laughs> Tell you that right now. The firm as a whole or just the fact that you got to see Stokely twice tonight? Both. <laughs> Am I up next? Yeah, have at it, Tanner. I was going to go right around ship. I was thinking 6'8", six, 6'9". Six, I'll bump it up a little bit. I'll go 7'1". Uh, All right. It was a pretty weak go-home show for AEW standards. Um, sloppiness at the very end kind of left some more to be desired, but good women's match. Um, the elite coming back, even though how they did it was kind of underwhelming. It's still exciting going into going into um, Saturday. I like the triple threat match they they uh, added to the cards. So, yeah, I, I think the card looks pretty good. Uh, Eleven matches. I'm really excited for about nine of them. So, but but as far as go home, I guess that's just my expectations are so high for AW go home shows. This was a little low for me. But. A little low for you. Wait to hear my ratings. Jeez. 6-4. Oh, Whoa. Yeah. They're, oh, they're... You're always higher than us. I know, right? I just... Didn't click I, I wasn't feeling this week's show. I, I caught myself a couple different times flipping social media while matches were on. Um, I caught the segments, but some of the, mat- the matches just weren't... I enjoyed the first match, and I enjoyed the women's main event, and... That was about it for me. Well, at least a bad go home AW Dynamite's better than uh, NWA Empower any day of the week. Mm. Mm. Tyrus as your champion? Are mm. you kidding me? Mm. Oh mm-hmm. my god! Yeah, I used, to, I used to really enjoy the NWA, but oh no, I did at one time too. But Tyrus? Oh, yeah. oh my god! Funkadactyl. Yeah, Brodus Clay build him up to be a monster. That he's yeah, the Funkadactyl. Dancing! Oh my god! Anybody see the little bump he took off like the second row? <laughs> the summer song. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I could do better, and I've never been in a wrestling ring before. I think my eighty-pound golden <laughs> receiver could do better. Uh, I I can get you in one, Tanner. You just got to show up in Warsaw. Well, if I could go viral and do something better than Tyrus, then sign me up. Oh, wow. We could make you go viral. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't want to go through any tables or anything, but. Oh, no. I didn't mean anything like that. <laughs> I mean, somebody got thrown off a pier. Yeah. Yeah. Still being talked about. <laughs> have Months to top later. Next year. Mm, mm, not me. Okay. All right, boys. You ready to do this? Yeah, I'm ready to defend this bad boy. Finally. Finally. 
All right. Well, let, let's uh, let's get it underway then, shall we? Yep. Uh, let's kick it off with a three-way match for the uh, TNT Championship. Wardlow will defend against Samoa Joe and Powerhouse Hobbs. Uh, Tanner, you're the champion. Let's hear from you first. Yes. Excited this match was added. I thought it was either going to be a triple threat or just Joe versus Wardlow, but that one made a ton of sense with Hobbs being part of the storyline for as long as he has. I think this is how you get the TNT title off of Wardlow. I have Will Powerhouse Hobbs walking out as the new TNT champion for six points. Wow. <laughs> um, I don't have Wardlow winning. I agree with Tanner. We got to get the belt off of him. I got Samoa Joe for one. Whoa. Double champ. All right, that that could be a, a game changer as we move through uh, Saturday, then, huh? Paul, how do you think this this match goes? Uh, you know, I I hate to say it, but it makes sense. I'm gonna agree with Tanner on this one, but I'm doing it. I'm I'm only doing it for five. <laughs> you can go ahead and make a graphic with mine, Tanner. Um, I am <laughs> just just doesn't count yeah, above I, mine. I got it. I got it. <laughs> um, all right. Let's talk about the AEW World Trios Championship. We've got the Death Triangle defending against the returning elite. Shep, you get to go first this time. If the investigation didn't turn out like it did, I would have said we we would never see the elite. Um, the way it turned out that they were not as a fault as they were portrayed. Um, I'm saying, and and the way we saw the whole ring bell and yada 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 leading up to this. I'm short story. I'm going the elite for two points. New champs. All right. All right. Tanner? Yeah. Um, I think the, the elite get their trios back. I'm going for seven. Ooh. And then just a plus, this doesn't count as predictions. After the match, lights go out. House of Black come out to confront them. So we get another return. All right. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I guess we all have uh, chosen the elite on this one, but I went with three. So, you know, you're more level-headed like me, Paul. Uh, I'm taking some big-time chances. So, yeah, I'm either going to run away with this thing or I'm going to get smoked. Well, being the last time I went some pretty bold predictions, MJF screwed me, Anna J screwed me, and I don't have my belt. So, I'm not picking either one of them. To, maybe. <laughs> you never know. Uh <laughs> Up next, let's talk about the steel cage match. Luchasaurus versus Jungle Boy. Tanner. Jack Perry, as Excalibur called him, didn't even refer to him as Jungle Boy tonight. So I think this is Jack Perry's big defining moment so far in ABW. I think he gets a big win. Jack Perry for nine. Ooh. I agree with Tanner. I got Jack Perry for eight. Man, we are all right there because I went Jack Perry for seven. 
<laughs> yeah, I think they got. I mean, uh, I think eventually when Christian's ready to come back, they'll do that feud and he gets the win over Christian. But I just don't see why you would give Luchasaurus the win here. What What are you going to do story line wise between but, them? But it doesn't advance Luchasaurus. Right. You doesn't put him in any type of right. TNT title hunt or anything like that. So. And I think this match will be awesome. Every time AEW does a steel cage match, which is few and far in between, they, uh, they, prov- they, Excel, so I, yes. I think it's gonna be a good one. All right, uh, tag match: Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal versus Sting and Darby. Shep, let's hear what you've got. I pick FDR. <laughs> <laughs> For one hundred forty-seven thousand points. If that happens, I'll just give him the title. Sorry. If FTR shows up at any point in that match, yep. Shep's champ. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't know. I've picked against Sting and Darby in the past, and this might come to bite me in the rear. But I got Sting and Darby for five points. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, Tanner, what do you got? Yeah, this is one of the tougher ones to predict. Um, I believe Steen and Darby are undefeated as a tag team, so I just don't think it would sit well with a lot of people if you had Jeff Jarrett, even if it's a one-off, even if it's not a one-off, coming back and taking that away from them. Um, I got Steen and Darby for three. All right. But it wouldn't overly shock me if Lethal and Jarrett win us somehow. No. No. Uh, another one we all agree on, and we're all right there in the same point spread. I, I went four for Sting and Darby. I just, I do, again, I believe the undefeated thing, and it, it makes no sense to have Jeff Jarrett break that. And, hey, if we remember six, 35 days ago, a 97-year-old passed out, Rick Flair beat Lethal and Jared. It's true. With another exactly. member of the AEW roster who's nowhere to be found. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Not that that should play into this, but it happened. Right. Uh, and had a really good pay-per-view buy rate, so. Yep. Yeah, so they, they have to take it into consideration when they when they book this. Yeah. I'm just saying. Um. Up next, we've got um, what's going to be a great singles match. Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, versus Soraya Tanner. Toughest one on the card for me to predict. I went back and forth through this today. I had both ladies' names written down at one point. Um, at the end of the day, I'm going Soraya for one. I just... Uh, I, I hate I don't know I go back and forth but I just don't think they have her lose her return match even though I, I think she could take the loss and be okay and I'm not sure if Britt really can but I'm I'm going straight up for one I felt I felt the same way you did but I went a little stronger okay I went a lot stronger um, I got Soraya for seven yeah that, that that might be the difference this might be the difference Hey, hey, it's what it came down to last time was a women's match. And, and, and I love I love Britt. And actually, I had I had this number written down after her promo tonight. 
And then the more I thought about it, I'm like, man, I should change that. But I stuck with my gut. I feel like right now Britt is the ultimate professional. The way the way the whole Thunderosa thing happened, she put her over. I don't know, man. I, I think I think Britt's waiting for Thunder to come back. This is my opinion. And this is just biding her time until Thunder comes back. And what also made this match hard for me to predict was taking in consideration the AW interim women's title match too. I'm trying to kind of predict one against the other here. Where's that going in the future? So Yeah. Yeah. Um I I completely agreed with Tanner. I went Soraya for one. I well, just don't hey, have at least we all picked her, right? Yeah. Hope, yeah. hope she wins. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope. I might hope um, she loses depending on how the night's going. <laughs> seven points away from you. Hey, if you know it's early on in the show, you're probably not going to care either way. Right, right. Depending. Um, let's stick in women's action for a minute and let's talk about the uh, TBS championship match. We've got Jade Cargill defending her title against self-proclaimed TBS champion Nyla Rose. I think this can be a good match, but at the end of the day, Nyla's not snapping Jade's undefeated streak. Yet again, I'm going Jade Cargill. Big points like I do every pay-per-view. Jade for 10. Wow. Did you look at my page? I did not. I got Jade for 10. All right. Um, I've learned my lesson not to go against Jade. I've done that twice. and smart. I don't have gold. Uh, I stuck with Jade. Um... But I was not quite as confident as you guys. I went six. Yeah, I just neither Rose at the start of AEW was was effective with her size, her athleticism. Um, but they've they've added so many good women to the roster. She's been buried in the middle. So she is doing some good comedic stuff on television. Um... Yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad they're kind of pushing Vicky to the back and letting her do her own thing. Yeah. Um, what I would love to see, this is my fancy booking if I had the pencil and if I had TK money. Um, after this match, Jade pretty much says, you know, there's nobody that can hang with me. We get a new talent debut. Mercedes comes out. Boom. But I don't know her contract situation. I really don't. So, But I think that would be awesome. But She's filed for a lot of uh... – her own trademarks. Yep. 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 So now, now the only problem, and he, we've talked about this before, Jade Cargill, her size versus Mercedes size. That's true. Yeah. I just don't know who you're gonna have take it off of Jade in 2023. Who's gonna end this undefeated streak? Who's gonna take it off? I mean, I suppose right now, if you could build Willow Nightingale back up again, and I know she's had a couple chances at it, but maybe you can build her. I just don't see a woman on the roster in that mid-card slot that can take it off of her right now. Man, I, I've always liked Athena. I really yeah. have. Yeah. Uh, Nightingale's good, don't get me wrong. You, it's going to be one of those ladies that do that to uh, elevate Jade into the Thunder Rosa, uh, Britt Baker, Soraya yep. feud type deal. So, um, 
there's there's really potential there. And, I, and we talked about this the last time I put that stupid thing up for grabs. You know, I was against Jade. I was all over Athena, remember? Yep, yep. Yeah, and you were. So kinda, was I. Kind of cost me a little bit. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and watch, it'll still cost somebody. Jade will still cost somebody something somehow. <laughs> well, if it's not a road, then I... I'm going to yeah. take a break from this little deal and <laughs> we'll see you guys like June of 23. You going to stay in Arizona the whole time? I hope. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. Especially right now. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's jump and talk ROH for a moment with the ROH World Championship. It's a four way match. We got Jericho defending against Brian Danielson, Claudio Castanoli, and Sammy Guevara. Shep. <laughs> you guys are gonna think I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, um, don't do it. I'm going Brian Danielson for three points. All right, that's not where I thought you were going when you said you're gonna think I'm drunk. Because, all right, <laughs> Tanner. I thought he was going Guevara for a second. I was like, don't do it. I thought he was. <laughs> don't do <too>. it. <laughs> um. This is a tough one to predict also, um, just because there's four guys, and I can see it going multiple directions. But I think at the end of the day, Jericho retains. I got him for four points. I think you keep it on him until final battle. You have him kind of be a guy to get some pay-per-view buys, um, sell some tickets. Here, and then after here, that, I don't know. But. Here, Here's the reason I'm with Brian. I feel like after – Last week on Dynamite, him and Sammy, like, I can see Brian wanting to go, like, I want to elevate these guys where I was in Ring of Honor back in the day. And he sees that in Sammy. Um, I felt like that match he had with Sammy was really good. Um, you're going to have a – you got two factions. So somebody internally is going to have to cl- misstep. So, I don't know. I, I almost I almost went with Jericho with having Sammy costing the title. Um, and then I went back with Sammy winning with, you know, Jericho doing it. But, I don't know. I, I just feel like going into an ROH pay-per-view, what bigger name, what bigger past champion can you have than Brian Danielson. Um, and whether you bring in Sammy, whether you bring in Jericho, or even Claudio, you you might rerun this four-way at Final Battle. Very well could. So I went on a leg. That's where, that's where I went with my boy, Brian Danielson. Are you okay? All I right. think if anybody wins besides Jericho, it would be Danielson. And, and in that case, I think Sammy takes the pen. Yeah. Again, I can see them extending that feud. Yep. Because it works. It really does. Paul? Uh, I went Jericho for two. I'm not overly confident, but I I think having Joe and Jericho as champions heading into final battle will definitely draw up the buys. Should I be nervous that Paul and I have agreed on every single pick? Yeah, I know. I'm... Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. Oh boy. 
This is why I'm not in this. This is why I'm not in this. Um, maybe next time, Paul. Uh, maybe. I'm saying it right we'll, now. If I we'll win see. this, uh, I'm putting it up at Final Battle. Ooh, I'm all not, right. I'm not waiting as long Ooh. as I did this time. So. Ooh, I like that. I like that. Yep. All right. Which all right. would have to be you, Paul. It's all you yeah. at Final Battle. Yeah. My rematch clause is gone. Yep. I know. I, I'm number one contender at that point, so I, I will have to take on at final battle, which and means I will be the water to brush up on some ROH stuff. And I will pick on both of you. <laughs> yeah, because that was uh, cause there's going to be some ROH talent. I'm going to have no idea. Yeah, that, that that's kind of my thing. I got to win this first. I got to win this first. <laughs> I can't get ahead of myself. We got to get the thing back to Fulton County. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's where it needs to be. <laughs> Uh, so you better bring it back, Shep. All right. Um, let's move on to uh, the final women's match of the night. The AEW Women's World Championship match. Tony Storm takes on Jamie Hayter. Tanner. This is a, another tough one. The women's match were tough, or two of the three were tough to predict on here. I know where I want them to go with this, but I'm going to do what I think they're going to do. If I had the pencil, I'd have Jamie Hayter going over, but I think they're going to have Tony Storm retain. I got two points on Tony Storm because I think TK wants Thunder Rosa to come back, Thunder against Tony. Oh, yeah. But if yeah. I had the pencil, I would do Jamie Hayter. You mix in Britt with Jamie. You start that rivalry finally. Um, um, but I don't think... He thinks it's time yet, so I'm going Tony for two. I agree with Tanner. I got Tony with nine. Holy God. Wait. Yeah, I got Tony with nine. Sorry. Double check my right. And and I think Jamie Hayter is a hellacious performer. I think she lacks on her mic skills and building a feud like Brit does, like Thunder does, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I think these girls are going to put on a, a great match. I think it's going to be entertaining. I think it's going to go almost 20 minutes, actually. I think they will give her – they'll give these two girls that much time. Um, but Tony Storm for nine is one, one of my bigger ones, obviously. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, well, uh, see, I kind of screwed myself when I was doing my numbers while I was waiting on you guys because the way the card was listed, it had the main event first, so I went backwards from bottom up from what they had listed, and I was not very confident in the lower half of those picks. So then I get to the last four matches on the card, and I realized all I had left was big numbers. So I've got some really outrageous <laughs> picks up here. I went Tony Storm, but for eleven. Hey, I mean, I mean, you're only two points higher than me, Paul. I don't. Yeah. I don't I'm not gonna disagree with you on that one. Yeah, well, th this next match has way more points on it than it ever should because it was the last match I predicted, and I realized it was the only points I had left and I was not changing anything so it got stuck with it this is why I'm not in this uh, uh, title match Saturday that next match is um, the AEW World Championship Eliminator Tournament Final Ethan Page versus To Be Determined 
I think we all can agree. It's Starks. Yeah. I'm going with Starks with four points. Tanner, what you got? Right around there, I'm Starks for five. I think this is how you build a good baby face. You have him beat. An, uh, he's an underdog against a bigger Lance Archer who's already beat him up. He beats him. He beats a bigger guy in Brian Cage. There's history there with Team Taz, the FTW Championship. And then you have him go over uh, Ethan Page in a really good match. So, All right. Well, we're, we're all in agreement. I think we lost Shepard. He shut his camera off, one of the two. <laughs> Do we still have him? I'm not hearing him. All right. You and I can talk. Hopefully he reconnects here soon. Yeah. Uh, which is good because he can't criticize me as bad for this. I, I went Starks. I agreed with you guys. Uh, eight points. That was the last one I picked, and I was stuck with eight. <laughs> so I, 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 I had to do it. Good. I had to do it. Um, yeah, I think it, it's going to be a, a good match. And we kind of already talked about that because the winner – gets a match at Winter is Coming, right? which is in Stark's hometown, so it makes perfect sense. Right, or home state at least. I don't know where. Or, yeah, home state at least. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah, I'm sneezing on the job. I see how you are. Um, All right, we'll we'll move on to the next match while we're waiting on Shepard. If nothing else, we'll we'll get his uh, final two matches, and we'll get those posted up on social media. Uh, There he is. There he is. Hi. I lost power over here. Oh. oh, don't do that. No, I'm back. He's back. Snow. Ice. Snow. Ice. Oh, man. Now I don't want to go look if you've already lost power. My job's going to be hard tomorrow. Thanks, Shep. Yeah, uh, too far down the road for me, Paul. <laughs> yeah, I know. So uh, we're all in agreement. I went Starks, but uh, because it was the last match I picked, I only had one number left, and that was eight. Oh. Just all so right. you're aware. All right, so let's talk tag team championships. The acclaimed versus Swerve in our glory. Tanner, you go first. I think this is finally where we get Swerve in our glory to break. I think uh, we see Keith Lee and Swerve get into it, and they come out of this as a singles feud. With that said, I think acclaim retain. I got them for eight points. I agree 100% with what Tanner said, but I have them with... 11. Wow. All right. See how this is shaping up? I got to be a huge Will Hobbs fan or I'm screwed. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I had Hobbs for five. Yeah. I I mean, because I've picked a lot of the same with Shep, but he's went higher numbers on a lot of them. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm acclaimed and uh, I went nine. All right. So. I did see some people on different podcasts were talking about some people were going with swerving our glory and i just couldn't figure out why i i don't think it makes sense i think we'll it doesn't they need to split up those two are independent stars yep almost called superstars like we're talking the other brand those those guys are independent guys where a claim to true tag team we're gonna eventually get them Hopefully with FTR, because the Cucamunda kids, they they bowed out right before their whole trio stuff. Okay, 
I'm just throwing it out there. The Cucamonda kids. That's that's Cucamonda. one of the best. That's one of the best lines of KOP history right there. That's good. Um, I, I, FTR at some point's got to hold all the belts. Okay, and I'm not just saying that because I'm a freaking homer. Okay, Mark. it makes sense. It's got to be done. They build it up to this. Yep. They've had some roadblocks. Freaking Punk in his bakery in the in the press conference screwed up a lot of stuff. You but, know, I, yeah. I saw today where they're going to do post media scrums again on Saturday. If I was Tony Khan, I'd show up with the biggest damn muffin I could find and just place it right in front of me. Listen, you're in Newark, New Jersey, which is the scum hole of America. I used to go there for a trade show every year. It is the awful, awful place. I'd rather go to somewhere in California and hang out with the Pelosi's. I don't care. <laughs> um, but uh, well, 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 no, I wouldn't because I might get hit with a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's awful. You're the champ, Tanner. Bring us back in here. Come on. You're the moderator. This is your job. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, we, we, don't, we don't have physical altercations here. We I'm have champ and rabbit holes. Newark's awful. It's an awful, awful yeah. town. Yeah. Awful airport. Awful whatever. Anyways, where are we going with this? Uh, yeah, post media scrums. I was talking yeah. about TK We're with the muffin. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and you remember, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All I, time. Don't, I don't think there's a bakery in in Newark that TK could partake in that didn't make his eyes turn a little red. If you know what I'm going with, <laughs> I don't think he has a problem. I don't think he needs a bakery for that. I think he does no. that. fine. Yeah, his stuff. Right. His stuff's white, and he gets hyper. Hey. <laughs> Weird. I was thinking it. I'll let you say it. All right. <laughs> I don't care. We're off the rails. I love it. All right. Let's bring it back on and let, let's talk the main event of full gear. We are talking the AEW World Championship match. John Moxley versus MJF. This is not the first time these guys have faced off. Last time Moxley came out on top. Shep, who you got winning this? Um. Mox is going on his vacation after his uh, delay, I would say, in his original plans. Um, I love Mox. I think he's great on the mic, big fan. Um, But I think it's time for a change. I'm going MJF for six points. All right. All right. All right. Uh uh-huh. Tanner. I agree with a lot of things Shep said there. MGF calls himself the devil. He doesn't call himself that just to call himself that. I'm I'm enjoying this kind of tweener, almost babyface MGF, but I think he's got everybody in the palm of his hands. I think it's time for him to win the title. I have MGF for eleven. But I don't think he wins this clean. Is it I'm, the firm or the dynamite diamond? Neither. Oh, I'm ho- I th- I'm just I pray to God it's not the firm. You know he's saying he talks about diamond diamond ring a lot, and I got to thinking today. I'm like this would play well with the storyline. How it's going? Regal passes him the brass knucks. Regal turns on Mox. Regal sides with MJF. 
All so right, well. Regal's got to turn on the whole group. All four of those guys. The whole group. All right. That's my bold prediction. Shep, you got a bold prediction for this pay-per-view or for this match, how, um, how it's going to end. After seeing what I saw tonight, I say MJF goes over clean. I really right. do. But I, if, if he does that, then I think you have to have Paige come out of the eliminator well, tournament. And here's why I think he goes over clean, because I think Mox is going to take a two- to three-month break. Yep. He's going to go on his vacation that he had scheduled. And I say vacation, his break, his whatever. Um, I think Mox is going to do the right thing. Could we see a double turn between Mox and MJF? No, I, I really I, – you're, you're going to see Mox go away until spring. He's going to – I don't know if he's – I'm sure he's hurt, he's banged up, whatever. You're going to see him rest up till spring. Uh, and then you're going to see a 2023 MJF title run to see if he's worth the money in 24. All right. Now, right now, we're all going to say, yeah, he's worth the money. But he hasn't been on the spot yet. True. So TK is going to say, hey, here is here it is. Here's the belt. Go run with it. And behind the scenes, if he's we, – we, we know he got more money to come back. But, you know, the, the rumors, the dirt sheets, the stuff that we all believe is, as fans – says that his contract was not extended. He just got more money. Mm-hmm. So technically his contract is still up at the end of 23, bidding war of 2024. Yeah. Okay. If that's the case, which I think it is, let him have the year of 23 and see if he can put butts in the seats, sell pay-per-views, sell dynamites, and see if he's worth the hype. What's up? Well, so it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting for this pay-per-view buy rate too, because I think a lot of people want to see MGF become champion. This might be a good indicator to see if he uh, sells sells pay-per-views or not going into this one. Yeah. All right. So, so here's what we're gonna do. As one of the EVPs of KOP, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna pull some executive power here. You're not running Target. What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. When's the last time you worked with Target, Paul? Uh, I never have. Is Hardee's in North Manchester close enough? Good. Um, so here's what we're going to do, because we have such opposite predictions on how this match is going to end. Five extra points are on the line. If MJF goes over clean, Shep gets five extra points. If he cheats somehow to win, Tanner gets five extra points. I like it. I'm in. I like it. I think and I just get five extra points as MJF wins because I'm not involved at all. Fine. <laughs> I could end up having the uh, best record and, and not even get the belt. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It's time to make it. Well, it, it was time to make a change before with Punk. Okay. Yeah. And then that whole rigmarole happened. So, like I said, I think Mox put his life on the back burner, decided to do this. It's it's yeah. So, he goes over, and and I and I think in 
I know we don't see the backstage stuff and we only hear the interviews and yada, yada, yada. But I really think if we were sitting in a room right now with, with TK, MJF, and Mox, and they're talking about this show, I think Mox is adamant that he goes over clean. Knowing, knowing that Mox is saying, hey, I'm taking 90 days off. You know, I'm going to the Bahamas. I'm doing this. I'm yada, yada, yada. I, and so. I have two points of discussion I want to bring up, but I'll let Paul give his prediction points for this real quick. before I do. Oh, oh, yeah. I forgot I hadn't even done it yet. MJF 10. All right. And I know one of you, I know one of your contradicting points, Tanner, and it has something to do with a blonde. No. No. Okay. No. No. I figure I figure you're gonna say because Renee's gonna be on every show. No, I had nothing to say about Renee. So, I think she's fine being on every show. So, uh, one of my points was: Do you think you remember back in 2020 when these two faced it all out? Mox wasn't supposed to use the paradigm shift to beat MGF, but he did, and the ref was out. That's why, also, why I kind of think MGF goes dirty to win this. I think they play off that a little bit. You were not supposed to remember that. Well, I do. Well, the only thing I can think of why MGF will go dirty is because, in his mind, he still wants to be a true heel. Yep. He doesn't want to be a tweener. So he's going to make it where, like, he's going to do something to say, hey, look, I'm still a heel. Uh, I don't care what you think. So it's tough. I mean, it's, yes, I hope the Eliminator Tournament Finals earlier in the night doesn't give away what's going to happen in the main event. Well, yeah, because if Paige ends up winning that. Tells you more more than not that if MJF goes over, it's going over in a, as a face. So, yeah, the crowd the crowd I think is going to be more MJF than Mox going into it. I mean, he's from oh, Long far. Island. Um, my other counterpoint or my other point of discussion, then we can wrap this up. If Punk didn't get hurt and go on hiatus and go nuts in the in the brawl out situation, so it, it looked like they were setting up Punk. And uh, MGF again for the title, how, how yep. all out ended. How do you guys think that would have played out? Do you think MGF takes it, would have taken it off Punk anyways at full gear? Yeah. Dude. No. 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 I, not that full gear is not a marquee event, but it's not one of their marquee events where they would have promoted MGF. This is a special circumstance i think they would have let punk have a run until next spring okay yeah because i think the original plan before he got hurt the first time after after double nothing i think was to have the summer of punk and then probably let him drop it at full gear which 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 could have worked because you you would have had a run of punk right right Um, right right right. I i think now um we're gonna and, and and hopefully Tony, whether whether the contract works or not, um, I think we're gonna have a 2023 year run of MJF, mm-hmm. and 
hopefully Tony works that contract situation into his promos. Now, whether it's whether it's a shoot or not, you know, whether he decides he's going to sign with AEW or if we all know that WWE is very, very interested in MJF. And they might, at this point, they might have a little bit deeper pockets. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But hopefully MJF uses that in his promos, and then TK plays that to the right. TV crowd to get us hooked. And knowing, hey, if I if I'm gonna lose him, I'm gonna I'm gonna reap the benefits of him in 2023. Yeah, you know I'm gonna get everybody hooked. Now I might lose him, but I'm gonna make my money while I can. Where MJF is gonna say, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna do the some of the best work of my life, and I'm either gonna stay here and get paid, or I'm gonna go to another company and get paid. Either way, I'm getting paid. So. No, I think you make all good points there. So it's yeah. going to be interesting to watch it all unfold on Saturday. That's for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, it was a better freaking venue than Newark. At least, at least they're running a big stadium, arena. Yeah, it's probably, it's probably what? It's where the Devils play. So, so it's probably 18,000, Yeah. Yeah. I, well, again, you're talking about Devils. I'm guessing that's a hockey team. Yes. Chet doesn't know hockey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look up how many it holds real quick. Well, while you do that, I'm going to tell everybody about what just happened um, at the KOP merchandise store. That's because we now have hoodies and coffee mugs that you can order. And I'll tell you where you can find those when I wrap the show. But I just wanted you to know that, Shep, if you like wearing hoodies or you need a coffee mug, you can get a KOP coffee mug or hoodie. Or you could get it for somebody because they could arrive in time for the holidays, from what I'm being told here. Tanner returned your OnlyFan life. (laughs) (laughs) Only friends. Oh, only Only friends. friends. Only friends. Oh, I don't know what he's doing over there. I'm he, looking he was, up. There he goes. I'm looking up the Prudential Center seating. <laughs> oh, it's got to be over 20,000 if it's a Prudential Center. Um, mm-hmm. 19,500. Yeah, close. That's close. Yeah, which so for wrestling, maybe 15,000, 16,000. Mm-hmm. It's still Newark, New Jersey, man. Just it is awful, awful place in it. At least it'll be a hot crowd, unlike tonight's in Connecticut because they sucked. Hey, you know what else will be a hot crowd? The November thirtieth crowd, Indianapolis, Indiana. Boom, farmers. That's where yep. we're gonna be. Yep. I'm not even gonna wear a shirt. It's gonna be so hot. <laughs> That's Chef, please way. wear a shirt. You're sitting by us. That's a good way to get on TV. So, oh man, no, I oh F- oh FTR across the chest. FTR. I, I hope they're there. I, I want to. They're two I want to see. So, I yeah. mean, hey, they've been really regularly booked. Oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And the All firm, right, we're gonna get the firm that night. We know that. I, I quit. I hope, <laughs> I hope Stokely walks right by us and just tries to high five Shep. I will trip him and he falls down the stairs. 
right. Hopefully, hopefully he's close to the like the beer vendor. Like maybe you can dump a beer on his little bald head. Just don't throw him in the dipping dots. He can't. He can't be more than like hey, five foot hey, three, hey. can he? Indy is better than the Chicago people's. We don't throw drinks at wrestlers. That was pretty I throw. Up. I said dump. That was that was in Peoria. That that's not even Chicago. That's expecting Peoria. So well, well, it's kind of tripping me off. CM Punk's not going to buy us free ice cream sandwiches. Yeah. What the heck? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. All okay. right, boys. It, it, it's late. It it's late. Nice. I have the best predictions ever. Yeah, Tanner. we'll see. Tanner, that belt's going to go from Allen County to Fulton County next week. Um, nope. Uh, well, if you're back in time. Well, I, I don't fly in till I fly in late Tuesday night, so. You, you'll week. have to make Wednesday. Well, next Wednesday. God, that's, that's Blackout Friday, too, isn't it? Oh, man. Mm-hmm. We'll see, we'll see who's on the podcast. We'll yeah. see who's not on the podcast come next Wednesday. I, I will be. Hey, can we we can do that podcast from like the dam or the the moose, right? Wherever you want to record it from, I don't care. Oh, yeah. we can do an on-site recording. I, I feel like that could work. I can make a trip down any place but rumors or putts. I agree. All right. I, I yep. All right. Yep. All right. Yep. All right. It's in the works. We'll work it out. Yeah. Also, be stay uh, be paying attention to all of the kicking out podcast, social media at kicking out pod, because there's a chance there is uh, an interview coming up at some point next week. that will be on the kicking out podcast that you're going to want to hear. So stay tuned for that announcement. Uh, when it drops, you got to be following kicking out podcasts on social media to get that though. And I'll have the uh, full gear pre media call with Tony Khan on tomorrow too, but, I doubt my question will get picked because I've never got a question picked. So, you never know. Maybe tomorrow's the day. You said you'd never win the belt again either, and look at you now. That's true. If he defends it, we're in trouble, Shep. Yeah. But, hey, you upload the whole thing with Tony Khan, right? Yep. Yeah, nice. Yep, yep. So, I'll be on YouTube and all the socials. So, yep. Yep. Sure will be. Um, and again, it's at Kicking Out Pod for all social media. You can check out our merchandise stores. We've got two of them there. Check out our uh, secondary store that we keep adding things to so you can get those new hoodies and coffee mugs as well. Be sure to listen to the Kicking Out Podcast wherever you happen to listen to your podcast. And if that happens to be the uh, Apple Podcast, give us that five-star rating because we are five-star KOP and you can help us get there. Be sure to follow the as of Wednesday night kicking out podcast predictions champion on all social media, Tanner Lee at Tanner Lee 92. Follow the challenger who could be champion by uh, Saturday night, Austin Shepard at the Shep 27. Follow myself um, just because, you know, I, I occasionally post things. He needs at followers. Paul Sartman. Yeah, I need followers. <laughs> uh, I, I'm, I've broken 900 followers on tiktok so i'm good there uh, <laughs> not that that matters um but anyway uh follow myself at paul zartman 921 be sure to join us next week as we see if we have a new champion or retaining champion and we will kick out yet another podcast see you next week